All right, today's text begins in Psalms 116.12, and it starts with a question. Here's what it says. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? So the question put forth in this psalm, it's a good one, and I suppose it's a question we all, as believers, ask from time to time. Um, you know, we may think that we have some basic ideal of, of what the answer might be. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? Um, but let's start at the beginning and take a look at this. Let's start even back before we believed in Christ. So God had blessed us with so much, even before our salvation, if you're a believer, uh, many common and uncommon graces like life and family, air, shelter, uh, potential, and, and talents, and our five senses, maybe the ability to think and make decisions. God gives us a personality unique to ourselves. And I think he gives us, yeah, uh, certain likes and dislikes. Food, music, clothes, colors, of course, these are impacted by our culture and our upbringing. But even as a child, I think that we can see evidences of specific God-given qualities in each one of our lives. These are gifts from God. So the question, uh, again, before an unbeliever, what shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? Well, in Matthew 9, 13, we see Jesus gives us an answer to that question for non-believers. And he said this, Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous but sinners. So, for all God has given you, what shall you render to him? Uh, are you able to be good enough to gain his acceptance? No. Uh, will your good deeds need to outweigh your sins to, to get his forgiveness? No. Do you need to memorize a scripture or say a specific prayer? Uh, is that what God desires of you for all his benefits to you? No, Jesus says he desires mercy and not sacrifice. So, um, what does that mean? Jesus calls sinners to come to him for mercy. No works, no, no special prayer, no memorized text. Uh, this is a call only for sinners. Uh, but, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So, this calls for everyone if they'd only realize that they were sinners who need God's mercy. So this is what God wants you to render to him for all his benefits. He wants you to look to him for mercy. This is what uh, glorifies God. This, will, this is what shows him for who he is. A great, merciful God. It glorifies God in that sense. God wants you to look to him for mercy through Jesus. All right, uh, and so if we ask a question for believers then, would we get a different answer, I wonder? I mean, God has saved us and given us 
um, innumerable, immeasurable, unsearchable riches in Christ Jesus. Uh, eternity in heaven, so much. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3.21, for all things are yours. So for all things, we're to do what? I mean, what shall we render to the Lord for all his benefits? Uh, do we work for him? Do we do his bidding, show our love for him with obedience? Do churchy type things like go to meetings and visitation and Bible study? Uh, do we share the gospel with others? Uh, these are some of the things we should render to the Lord for all his benefits to us, right? Is that right or wrong? Well, I think that depends on your context. Of course, we do those things, but let's think some more about this. Actually, Bob Dylan asked the same question in his uh, song, what, what, can I, what Can I Do For You? It was in 1979 from the album um, Saved. Let me read a few of the lyrics and see if you agree with Bob on this. You've given everything to me, what can I do for you? You have given me eyes to see, what can I do for you? Pulled me out of bondage, you made me renewed inside. You filled up a hunger that had always been denied. You opened up a door no man can shut and you opened it up so wide and you've chosen me to be among the few. What can I do for you? You've laid down your life for me. You've explained every mystery. What can I do for you? Soon as a man is born, you know, the sparks begin to fly. He gets wise in his own eyes and he's made to believe a lie. Who would deliver him from the death he's bound to die? We've done it all. And there's no more anyone can pretend to do. What can I do for you? And the song goes on, but... You may notice that, that Dylan said he was, he was, well, in the last verse, actually, he says, um, um, I know all about poison. I know about fiery darts. I don't care how rough the road is. Show me where it starts. So Dylan said he was willing to follow Jesus anywhere he led. But in Dylan's song, he never told us God's answer to the question, what can I do for you? And that's similar to our question, what shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? What will bring the Lord joy uh, in us and, and what makes him happy? What does he want from us for all he has done for us? Well, David said this in Psalms 51, 16 and 17, for you will not delight in sacrifice or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. O oh God, you will not despise. So God doesn't delight in physical things that we do um, or what we might bring to him. Money cannot buy forgiveness, for example. Um, but God, the he delights in, in a broken spirit, going to God, uh, asking for mercy before him. Psalms 147.10 and, and 11 says, uh, His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the legs of a man. 
But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his steadfast love. So that's what makes it, gives God pleasure and joy and delight when we hope in him for his mercy for us, not in our own strength or what we can bring to the table. Um, as fearful sinners, we come before God having confident hope in his mercy. Uh, and so, and so we, we rejoice when we come before him for mercy. So that's, um, that's not only for the non-believers when they first come to him, but as also, also for believers, as we walk close to Christ on a regular basis, this is what God delights in when we, we don't try to do it with our own strength, but we come to him for mercy and we take confidence in him. Let's go back to our original text and, and the opening question and see what answer the psalmist gives after he asks that question. Psalm 16, 12, and 13. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. What? There's nothing we can do to repay God. In fact, we are to raise our cup back up for more mercy every day. This is what delights the Lord. This is what he wants us to do. This is what we give him for all the benefits he has given us. This is what glorifies him. I think about a little bird who is being fed by its mother and he just opens his mouth and it sticks its neck up there. And we trust, in a similar way, we trust God for his mercy from second to second. We open up our lives to him from second to second, every day of our life, and, and, and ask him for mercy. That's what, that's what he, he delights in that. You know, my, my mother is 83, and if I bring her ice cream or um, a sandwich or treasure of some type, she, she has a hard time of taking it as a gift. And I understand she doesn't want to be a burden on us kids or cause hardship in any way, and she wants to pay for every gift I bring her. And she sometimes says something like, you know, I really owe you a lot now. And uh, I, I understand what she means, and she does accept these things graciously. But, you know, we should not feel like we have to, uh, that the mercy that God gives us is something we have to pay back. It's a gift with no paying back. These are, are God's terms. Remember, he said he would have mercy and not sacrifice and for us to go and learn what that means. Of course, not paying God back does not mean we don't work for the Lord. We don't, we don't memorize his word or pray to him. Uh, these are not works for righteousness, but these are works. These, this is Christ working out his righteousness and in us and through us. And he works in us for his glory and also for our good. And it becomes a joy, a great joy for us to go to his word and to, to get into scripture and to pray prayers to him. 
So yes, his mercy is a gift with no pain back. And it pleases God to give us this gift. And I was just thinking, you know, Jesus on the cross. Well, in Isaiah 53, it's pointing, it's talking about Jesus on the cross and God giving his only son. And it says this, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. You see, it pleased God that Jesus died on a cross for sinners. Why? Because it pleases God that you and I will look to his son, Jesus Christ, for mercy. See, um, in us receiving mercy from God because of Jesus, this proclaims the glory all to God. It, it pleases God as a believer uh, that you will keep looking to Jesus for mercy your whole life long because, because in our own strength, we're nothing. And his strength is magnified or it's proclaimed as great as, as he is when we look to him for mercy. So in that context, we see that it pleased the Lord for Jesus to die on the cross. It pleased God because he is glorified in the Son. And you can read John 15, 16, and 17 and how Jesus talks about this very thing. But then, uh, just in closing here, we'll, in the same um, chapter, Psalms 116, just, uh, let's see, four verses later, the psalmist repeats his answer again uh, of what shall we render to the Lord for all his benefits. And he says this, I will offer to you the sacrifice of thanksgiving and Call on the name of the Lord. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for being glorified and, and saving us, for giving us your mercy, for, for letting us see you as beautiful, for letting us delight in you as the greatest treasure for our souls, Lord. Thank you for letting us rest in you. And when we do this, when we believe in you, you're glorified, Father. Um, and so, Lord, we just thank you for this great gift. And thank you that you delight in us when we delight in you, Father. Um, also, Lord, thank you for, for, uh, for, for letting us um, give you sacrifices um, from the heart, Lord, even our, in our deeds. These are real sacrifices from the heart and even in our thanksgiving, Lord, to you. You're pleased with these kind of sacrifices, Lord. Thank you for your mercy, Father. And help us to, to look to you for mercy. Be desperate for your mercy, Lord. And confidently overjoyed in faith that you will uh, always give us mercy because that is what gives uh, proclaims your glory, Lord, throughout every second of every day, Lord. Help us to look to you. And thank you for this, this wonderful gift in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.